morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at the life of andhra kesari tangaduri prakasam tandulu one of the greatest freedom fighters ever and also the first minister of the newly created andhra state a man who openly defied the british to fire at his bare chest that gave him the title of andhra kesari was born in a small village called vinodarayanam palam in the prakasam district of andhra pradesh to a pious niyogi brahman couple subbamma and gopalakrishna here on august 23 1872 his father was a karnam of the village and since his ancestors hailed from tangaturu a small town in prakasam district that became their surname his father however passed away when he was just 11 leaving the family burden on his mother's shoulders and his mother left for angur where she ran a small boarding and lodging home to support their family with a rather meager income he had to work in homes of richer people and stay there to fund his studies With a rather fair complexion and good physics, he would regularly take part in theatre, often playing both male and female characters. He loved games and was quite good at cricket too. However, due to his interest in drama and sports, his education suffered and he got through his matriculation with great difficulty. It was his mission school teacher, Emmanuel Hanumantrao Nairo, enrolled him in pre-matric and sponsored his education. When he left for Rajamandri, he also took Prakasam with him as the city was a well-known educational centre. Enrolled Prakasam in an arts course and later sent him to Chennai to study law. Prakasam married his sister's daughter Sanamayama and later took up a successful law practice in Rajamandri. A successful lawyer, he became the chairman of Rajamandri Municipality at the age of 35. Um, since he was still a second grade pleader, he could not practice in the higher courts. In those days, only barristers could plead in the higher courts and one of them suggested him to become one. Motivated by the advice, Prakasham led for London in 1904 and took a vow from his mother that he would not touch meat, liquor or tobacco. With his dedication and hard work, he became a barrister and later actively campaigned for Dadabai Naroji's election to the British Parliament. And it was during this time that nationalist feeling social consciousness took root in Prakasham. After graduating in law, he returned to India in 1907 and began his practice in the Madras High Court. In a court where most of the leading barristers were either Englishmen or Tamilians, Prakasam became the first Telugu person to gain fame as a barrister. He would handle both civil as well as criminal cases, and one of the most prominent cases he took up was that of the assassination of Ash, the British governor of Tirunelveli district by the revolutionary Panchanathan. The murder happened when Princhandra Paul was touring down the south and raising the nationalist consciousness with his fiery speeches. With his formidable debating skill, Prakasam ensured that Vanchanathan got away with a lesser sentence. He also edited the Lord Times, a magazine for lawyers then. The British government forbade people from attending what they felt were the seditious speeches of Bipin Chandra Pali. Once again, defied them by boldly going to his speeches. After the Lakhma Agreement, Prakasam became a regular at most Congress meetings and signed the Declaration of Satyagraha in 1921. He left his profession and all the money he earned as a lawyer, which he used for the sake of the nation. Leaving the lucrative law profession, Prakasam became editor of the Swarajya magazine in Telugu, English as well as in Tamil. He also started a national school as well as a Kadi production center. He was selected as the general secretary of the Congress party in 1921 Ahmedabad session. He was pretty much a hands-on leader, being one of the first to visit the spot of any unrest or riot. He visited Multan when Hindu-Muslim riots broke out there as well as Punjab during the Kali Satyagraha. When outsiders were not allowed into Kerala during the Mukla revolt, Prakasam was one of the few who defied orders and visited it. As a consequence, his entire property in Uti was attached by the British government, and during the 1922 national during the 1922 non-cooperation movement, he led a protest in Guntur with 30,000 volunteers and entered the Central Legislative Assembly in 1926 on a Congress ticket. 
It was during this time that Prakashan came in touch with all other nationalist leaders like Madan Mohan Malaviya, Pithilbhai Patel. In the meantime, Swarajya became began to be become popular among the people, especially the Tamil and Telugu editions. In 1921, protests broke out in India. In 1928, protests broke out in India against the Simon Commission. And slogans of Simon go back in the air. The British government banned any strikes and demonstrations all over the country, which included Chennai. However, a large crowd gathered at Paris Corner opposite the Madras High Court and began to chant slogans of Simon Kupak. The police fired on the crowd to disperse them, and a youngster named Partha Sarathi was a victim of the firing, and his lifeless body was lying on a square. The police warned that anyone trying to carry the corpse would also be similarly shot dead. When the crowd was scared, one man stepped in with an imposing physique, sharp eyes to take the body. As the police turned their guns towards him, he tore open his shirt in fury and waved his chest to them, and a loud voice wrote, Shoot your cowards if you have any guts. That act of courage and defiance earned him the attention of Andhra Kesiri, the line of Andhra. How Swaraja had to shut down later when the government increased the deposit money, making it financially unviable for him. In 1937, the Congress party swept the elections in Madras presidency and Prakasam played a major role in the victory. Though he was the first choice for the post of Chief Minister, Prakasam had to make for Rajaji who returned to active politics. Fact is, Prakasam was the one who led the campaign when Rajaji was brought out of self throw into retirement, yet he chose to heed the wishes of the Congress Working Committee. He took up the post of Revenue Minister in Rajaji's cabinet, and one of his most important acts as Revenue Minister was founding of the Jamindari Inquiry Committee that looked into the distortions in agriculture due to the Jamindari system. With the outbreak of World War II, Congress ministers resigned and against not being concentrated on Indian participation in the war. Prakasam was one of the prominent leaders down south who led the Sikhatraha against the British war preparations in 1941. In 1942, he was arrested for three years for taking part in the Quit India movement and on his release in 1945, toured all over the south in 1945 to bring Congress closer to the people. The Congress once again came to power in the Madras presidency in 1946 and Prakasam was sworn in as the chief minister. He was supported by Kamaraj Pratap, who were against Rajaji, who was the choice of Gangri and Murudan. However, Prakasam's tenure lasted just for 11 months with many lobbies in the Congress working against him. The feeling was that Prakasam was not accommodating enough to the various interests groups in Congress. And finally, Mahatma Gandhi ordered Prakasam to resign, faulting him for using party funds. After independence, Prakasam once again plunged into social activities and turned Hyderabad state under the Nizam in spite of Nehru's warnings. He met Kasim Rizvi, the leader of the Directorate Rizakas, and warned him that he was pushing his luck too hard. In 1952, he founded the Praja Party and ensured that all Congress ministers ended up losing the election, such was his popularity and charisma. Around the same time, Putisi Ramalu started the movement for a separate Andhra state. Sri Ramalu passed away after a hunger strike until death in demand of a separate Telugu-speaking state. The protests took a serious turn. There were riots all over coastal Andhra, and finally Nehru had to concede the demand. When the Andhra state was formed in 1953, Prakasam became the first chief minister. It was during this tenure that Sri Venkateswar University in Tirupati was set up, as well as the Paras on the Krishna River at Vijayawada that now bears his name. However, the communists opposing his leadership and the socialist faction withdrawing his support, he had to resign as chief minister after 14 months. By the time midterm elections were held in 1955, Prakasam had retired from active politics and an Andhra Pradesh was formed in 1956 with the merger of Andhra, Rayalsima, Rajasu, Telangana. It was his counterpart Nilam Sanjeevaretti who became the chief minister. Though he retired from active politics, Prakasam still told the, told the state and on May 20, 1957, he passed him in Hyderabad after suffering a sunstroke.
The Andhra Kesari was no more. The voice that ruled in defiance of the British sent silent. However, his legacy continues to live when the Ungol district was renamed after him in 1957, formed with Talukas from Guntur, Nellore and Kannur district. A fitting tribute to the governing personality who dominated the political and modern day history of Andhra Pradesh, Tangaturi Prakasan Paddalu. So, Naman.